Go for it. The church is true and the book is blue. <laughs> I've never actually heard this song, dun. I don't think. It's not a song. I oh. just made it up. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Into the Light podcast for Lessons <laughs> Learned with Ryan. Bray is feeling, well, she was feeling deathly ill yesterday. Oh, yeah. She's better today. If she has a coughing fit, it's because she's sick and also has smoked a whole pack of cigarettes today. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We just got to get her laughing hard enough. Sorry. Anyways, do you want to kick us off, Bray, with what you learned from Ryan? Yes. Um, first off, can I just say the power of priesthood blessings? Aaron gave me a priesthood blessing yesterday because I was dying. And look, I'm alive. I'm, a- I'm able to talk and still breathe. She's um, alive. Anyways, so Ryan, holy Toledo. Homeboy is smart as crap. And... Me and Aaron have learned four key things from this guy that we're going to talk to y'all about. Um, But let's talk about the first one ever since we recorded with him. That's got me on my mind. Um, The power of books. I Mm. am a, I love reading. I love reading so much and I get it from my mom. Um, I haven't been like a huge reader recently because I'm in love, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) Reading is just the what did he say? What was his quote, Aaron, about education and how oh, I got you. you need to take education into your own hands? And one way you can do that is through books. The difference between wanting to help people and actually being able to help them is education. Like, and he talks about how he just fell in love with reading and he just started reading a bunch of books. And literally, after this man was talking, I was like, I'm gonna read every single book on my shelf right now. Heck yeah. And it just motivated me so much. Me and Aaron can talk about books all day. And not even like the content of the books, but like the power of reading books. I think it was like Albert Einstein or no, not Albert Einstein. Uh, it might've been Ralph Waldo Emerson that said, "Oh, I can't tell you any of the content of the books that I've read, but they've changed my life. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, because books help your language and that's why they have... Like parents are supposed to read to kids early on in their lives because it helps you with language and it helps you like have better immaculate, immaculate, is that the word? Language, more elevated language. Concise. Concise. And you're able to articulate yourself in a way that you could be understood Mm -hmm. to the best of your ability. And you can only do that with language. Like all of you who know, who've learned a different language, you know that your vocabulary is really the way to help even if you don't know the framework of the sentence or the correct grammar the more vocabulary you put in that sentence the more that somebody can understand you Mm -hmm. so think about that in english and about your thoughts and your words and what you put out there in the world it's just it's really cool concept and consuming quality media is a life-changing decision. I remember Let me tell you. this is, I think this is the summer after I got back from my mission, I was working with my best friend in Salt Lake City. So we had about an hour commute on the train every morning and when we went home every night. Mm-hmm. And we did this challenge. We, we listened to this self-help podcast where this guy was like, I challenge y'all to read a book a week for 
the summer or whatever. A book. And we did it. We picked out a book every week and we read it. We did like our little speed reading. There's like speed reading techniques that you can read faster. And we'd like pop out like 30, 40 pages a day. And we read, <coughs> we read a book a week that whole summer. And we read a lot of books over the course of that year. And that was definitely one of the most life-changing, like paradigm-shifting wow. times of my life. That's awesome. Well, can can we just count, which I think goes into your last one, but we can bring it up now. Um, having somebody that you're able to be accountable to. Mm. The only way you were so motivated to do that was probably you have your own self-motivation. And Christ, obviously, he'll help you in all of it. But you had a friend that was able to keep you accountable for that. Yeah, and we could discuss those things. Yeah. Like, we could discuss what we were. We always read the same book every week. Yeah. And it was fun. That's so was, dope. Yeah. It was super cool. Well, I think in the day of internet, um, education is at everyone's fingertips. Like, I was just talking to my boyfriend and sister about this. There's no excuse for being naive in this day and age. Like, sorry, <laughs> if you aren't mentally well, you can get help for that. And yep. the, you should know how to do that. You know what I mean? Or like, let's let's read and educate ourselves just a little bit you know mm-hmm. what i mean like there's just so much out there let's just come on let's get the ball moving <laughs> you'll find it eventually you know what i mean and so there's really no excuse to not have especially living in america not have education because mm-hmm. it's so assess- accessible to us we have free public libraries i got a provo public library pass in a matter of three minutes yeah. three minutes crazy it was free i paid zero dollars <laughs> Another quick tip for reading, and this is something that I remember hearing on a podcast forever ago too, but the lady was saying that she'll go to a library or a bookstore or something Uh and open up the first couple pages of a book, like read through them, three, four, five pages. If she likes it, she picks it up. If she doesn't like it, she puts it down. There's no shame in getting like halfway through a book and being like, I'm not interested in this anymore. You know what? And I think, yeah, that is totally That keeps a lot of people away from reading. It's because they're like, if I start this book, I have to finish it. No, you don't. Read stuff that you're interested in. Just expand your mind somehow. Aaron, you just spoke music to my ears. (laughs) Ready for the second thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. So ready. Well, I guess the first thing that I wanted to talk about was something that actually just popped into my head about Ryan. I remember when I first got into the MTC, my companion, he's like super extroverted. And it was hard for me at first because I'm not super extroverted. See, you lie like a rug. You are so extroverted. Not to say I don't like interacting with people, but like up to a point, it really exhausts me. But something that I really admire about my MTC companion, who I've come to be really, really close to since then, is he always has time to talk to people. It doesn't matter what he's doing. It doesn't matter how busy he is. Yeah. He sits down and he talks to you face-to-face with no distractions. That's fine. And it makes you feel like the most important person in the world. And someone else just like that is Ryan. Like I could be walking home from my friend's house in the apartment complex running to Ryan, and he'll sit there and act like he hadn't seen me in like two months because oh. he's so interested in what... I did that day what I have to say. Dude, that's dope. And it's a really, really special trait that Ryan possesses and something that I've learned from him. Oh, Yeah. That's so... It, we kind of talked about that on Will's podcast, too. Mm-hmm. Um, how to just be connected to people. Yeah. And pay attention to that connection and not, like, be on your phone or be distracted. 
but mm-hmm. actually listen to the conversation. That's and powerful. he's he's so good at like sharing things of his own life too, because you know, connection isn't a one way street. Exactly. You kind of got to go both ways, and yeah, sometimes talking do. about yourself is really hard. Yep. But he's I don't know he's so good at taking time. That's incredible. Yeah, I that's love awesome. Oh, he yeah. totally is that guy, huh? But speaking of the other thing that I wanted to talk about with Ryan was his principle of finding someone that you admire in your life and becoming that person or emulating that person in whatever way it might be. He shared a story about how he had like a 1.6 GPA his sophomore year, moved his junior year, met this amazing group of friends. And he's like, wow, like this girl's happy. Yeah. And she connects well with other people and she like stays on top of her schoolwork. I want to be like that. And boom, you find a couple of things that she does in her life. You copy it. He said he switched from a 1.6 GPA to a 4.0 GPA. Yeah. And some of the people that you admire most in your life, really, just like one, fake it till you make it. But find someone that is successful in the thing that you want to be successful in and just do what they do. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's like don't take advice from someone you don't want to live your life like. Yeah. Take advice from people you do want to live your life like. Exactly. Well, he also mentions that when it comes to his brother. And how his brother was very influential in him going on a mission and being super spiritual and keeping that spirit, you know? Ryan's been through some crap in his life, so mm-hmm. he had every right to be like... He had a lot of excuses to that. not. Like, yeah. not doing that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, brother, not the easy way. Um, but he decided to grind. Mm-hmm. And he keeps grinding, bro. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, um... Anything else you want to talk about that? That's, that's People are super influential, though. Can I tell you? Can mm-hmm. I actually share a story? Go for it, bro. Um, I love your stories. I. Okay, so I, my freshman year of college, I like was not really going to church, but doing the whole college thing. I'm a new kid. I don't need to follow the rules. Like, I want to do whatever I want. Then God hit me like a ton of bricks, said, You can't do school without me. And I said, Shoot, you're right. <laughs> um,. So I had this group of friends that were just in my dorm and it was so hard to like, oh my gosh, like to this day, I like think about that. And I was like, that was a really hard decision. I just had to cut them off. Mm. I literally like we were about to sign a lease and God finally told me like, bro, you do this, your life will not be what you want it to be. Basically, like you can choose, but what you want truly is not how it's going to work out. It is the best decision I've ever made was to not sign that lease with them because we almost put down a down payment like the whole nine. Mm-hmm. And I decided to not do it and to move in with these other girls from my institute up in Arizona. And those girls changed my life. Mm-hmm. It's why life I went changed. on a mission. Yeah, It's why I go to the temple. It's why I make all these decisions now that I would not have made if I that's that one little decision from these friends from Mm -hmm. this friend group and like the embarrassment of disappointing that friend group was really 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 strong to the Mm -hmm. fact that i was going to change my whole life path you know Mm -hmm. and so friends are super influential especially if you're a people pleaser yeah absolutely and it's a scary scary quote but there's a quote that jim Rohn says where he states that you become the sum of the five people that you spend the most time around Regardless if you want to or not, the five people that you spend the most time around, you're going to be the sum of that. You're going to be the average of those five people. Do I even spend time with five people? (laughs) 
<laughs> think about that. Well, if it's less than five people, you become the sum of however many people it is you spend the most time around. Oh, that's actually scary. <laughs> you, you, yeah, it is scary. That's yeah. true. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, another principle that we want to talk about real quick. Um, I think this is actually a very powerful one. Me and Aaron just connected on a podcast that we didn't know each other listened to this week. But um, the power of memorization. Ryan was out here quoting stuff off the back of his hand like he just had it in his cranium like just coming out with scriptures with book quotes with everything under the moon ryan had memorized like if it was important to him it was important information he talked about how important it was and so john by the way and this other girl from byu and hank smith they talk about um the power of memorization and Aaron's going to share the quote with you. Yeah, this comes from the Follow Him podcast, and it's on the Matthew 4, Luke 4, and 5 episode from this week, and it's with Dr. Jan Martin. But in it, Hank Smith shares this quote from Elder Scott, and it's actually like a compilation of a few different sentences from a talk that he gave in October of 2011, specifically talking about the power of memorizing scriptures verbatim, like word for word. In it, Elder Scott says, the scriptures provide the strength of authority to our declarations when they are cited correctly. They can become stalwart friends that are not limited by geography or the calendar. And then he goes on. Great power can come from memorizing scripture. To memorize the scripture is to forge a new friendship. It is like discovering a new individual who can help in a time of need, give inspiration and comfort, and be a source of motivation for needed change. And the last part he says. The scriptures can form a foundation of support. They can provide incredibly large resource, an incredibly large resource of willing friends who can help us. A memorized scripture becomes an enduring friend that is not weakened with the passage of time. Yeah, that's very powerful. Our mission president on our mission, he made us memorize 10 scriptures about Christ. Mm. And he told us the reason for doing this was because when you were in the middle like he was talking about our future when you're in the middle of a screaming toddler, just screaming in your face and three in the morning and you're so exhausted, you just pull the scripture out just out of your cranium and it's just ready for you and it gives you power automatically. And so he told us that as missionaries, if we had these, um, if we had these memorized, we can just pull them out of nowhere and just speak truth and power so quickly not even having to think about it. And that was such a great principle to me. And I want to go back and remember and remember all those Christ scriptures because um, it's it's so true. The, the power of scriptures. And also in that podcast, it talks about how having them written word for word, how God wanted them mm. said, gives so much more power it's like it's like the temple ordinances mm -hmm. and like in the initiatory or in the endowment i work in the or temple even sacrament and, ordinance. or the sacrament mm -hmm. um they have us memorize those and we don't say repeated prayers but we say repeated ordinances and the point of that is because that's how god wanted it and that's where the power is going to come from from being obedient to how god wants it mm -hmm. and so I think I think every time I'm like in the temple doing my shift, I'm just like looking at these words and I'm like, oh wait, I think I used a different word here. It's supposed to be in and not the or whatever, you know. And it's not that big of a deal, honestly. The ordinance is still valid, but it's still you want to try and be as exact as possible so that power can be so strong and you and Satan are not able to stop it, mm -hmm. the power of God to help this person or I, to give this. I love that. I think. I mean. 
there's power yeah. in not simply paraphrasing something that you know to be true or, or in an eternal truth, but knowing it mm-hmm. in your heart. Yeah. I think John, by the way, is the one that said like having it in the fleshy tables of your heart, which is some Ezekiel reference, but very gruesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Little> gruesome. <laughs> Ezekiel. He's a prophet, whatever. Well, I think that's all y'all. That's all we got friends. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in and thanks for dealing with my scratchy voice. I this think it's kind of cool. I sound kind of dope, but yeah. whatever to each their own. <laughs> but we will see y'all next week, and we're so excited about our guest for next week. She is probably the sweetest human being, actually. That Literally probably the sweetest. I think so, too. <laughs> well, we love you guys. See ya next, next week. Next week. <laughs> Bye!